everybody, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. How's everybody doing this day? All right, that is good to hear. People of God, it is always a pleasure and an honor to be with you all once again through this platform called podcasting. And I'm just so encouraged to know that even in the midst of turmoil and strife, even in the midst of economic turmoil and the clouds of uncertainty try to hover over our lives, God has assured us victory. I want to say that one more time. The Lord God has assured us victory. And this victory through God's word, this reassures us that he will work everything out for our good. Now listen, Psalms 46 tells us God, not man, not our jobs, not our status, but God is our refuge and strength, a help, a very present help in times of great trouble. That's why we don't be afraid when the world falls apart. When the mountains crumble into the center of the sea. When its waters roar and rage. When the mountains shake because of its surging waves. Because there is a river whose streams gladden God's city. The holiest dwelling of the Most High. God is in that city. It will never crumble because God will help it when morning dawns. Nations roar, kingdoms crumble. God utters his voice and the earth melts. The Lord of heavenly forces is with us. The God of Jacob is our place of safety. Come see the Lord's deeds. What devastation he has imposed on the earth. Bringing wars to an end in every corner of the world. Breaking the bolt, shattering the spear, burning chariots with fire. Whew, that's enough. Know that he is God and he will be exalted among all nations. He will be exalted throughout the world. The Lord of heavenly forces is with us. And the God of Jacob is our place of safety. Psalms 46, 1 through 11. And the reason I read that particular verse with everything that's going on in our world, God will always be our refuge and strength. God will bring all of these wars to an end. So rest assured that in God's word, there is no failure. And we have to stand on God's word and his promise that there will be a brighter day. This is the reason we podcast people of God, to reassure God's people and to educate God's people, to inform God's people, and to prepare God's people how to handle 
these perilous times that we're living in. And we are living in perilous times. Listen, 2 Timothy, the third chapter tells us, understand that in the last days will be dangerous times. People will be selfish and love money. They will be the kind of people who brag and who are proud. <laughs> How many of you guys have some people who are just braggadocious, very proud? It goes on to say they will slander others and they will be disobedient to their parents. They will be ungrateful, unholy, unloving, contrary, and critical. They will be without self-control and brutal. And they won't love what is good. They will be people who are disloyal, reckless, and conceited. They will love pleasure instead of loving God. They will look like they are religious. Oh, people of God, we could stop right there and park and talk about the religious look. <laughs> they appear to be religious, but deny God's power. The Bible declares in 2 Timothy, the third chapter, verses one through five, he says, avoid people like this. And I'm speaking about the politician, the pro athlete, the janitor, the nosy neighbor, <laughs> and even, believe it or not, pastor, priest. These individuals are dangerous to your relationship with God. They are dangerous because they will try to inflict division within your heart with God and with people. They can affect your outlook on life, your view on Christianity. And these particular people we work with, and many of them, we have them in our cell phones. Just take a moment and look through your cell phones. Some of the people that's in your life that you know that you know that you know that you know should not be there, but they're in your cell phones. And these individuals testify of the goodness of God. And in the same breath, they'll turn around and cuss you out with no guilt, no shame, pretty much telling God they're not going to change for no one or nobody. And it's still to this day in the year 2021, we still hear profanity. And it seems like profanity, profanity seems to be the language of the hour. It seems like everybody speaks this language and every other word is a foul expression that should not be in our in our speech. <laughs> and guess what? We still have race issues. We still see injustices. We still see selfishness and greed live in our society where it's all about me first, my four and no more. 
We wake up with people who are braggers, always pumping their chest and with all the different social social uh, platforms, it, it gives credence for those who are self-absorbed in their ego. And it's a great way to show themselves. It's sad, isn't it? The arrogant, the proud, the disobedient, the ungodly, the unholy, the critical person. And these individuals are critical of each other. No self-control. And the Lord tells us, avoid people like this. So for today or tonight's episode, the Lord has impressed upon me the need to talk about. If we are to avoid these individuals, how do we maintain God's standards in a godly world? I should say in an ungodly world. How do we separate ourselves from the ungodly? How can we function or thrive in this society the way it's constructed, presently constructed? I believe that the answer lies within our grip. (laughs) What we should be clinging on to and what we should be embracing is our relationship with God. It is the most vital thing for our lives. You see, people of God, we need to make our focus on our great God. Never letting go of his principles and standards. Because the Bible declares in Acts chapter 17, verse 28, it tells us, For in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. So our grip has to be unshakable, unmovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord because you know that your labor, your labor, your purpose isn't going to be for nothing in the Lord. Now that's found in 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter and the 58th verse. And so today or tonight's episode, are you guys ready? It's entitled, Get a Grip. <laughs> Get a Grip. Now listen, I know it's a euphemism, an adage, a phrase that's very common in America. It simply means to make an effort to control your emotions and behave more calmly. Other meanings include self-control, constraint, self-regulating, discipline, or to master your situation with grace and wisdom. You see, God wants all of us to cling and embrace his standards for your life and to hold on to his truth. Because in the end, when you grip God's principles for your life, when you cling, grab hold of those principles for your life, when you say no 
to the ways of this world and say yes to God, you'll come out victorious. Let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled Get a Grip. Hi everyone, I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast and I'm here to say if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages, on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that, there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things, COVID relief or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me, so thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's get into today or tonight's episode entitled, Get a Grip. So listen, let's look at some key components to keeping our grip on God's principles and purpose for our lives. So let's focus on these three categories. In order to get a grip on God, the number one thing is you cling your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. I'm going to say that one more time. Cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. First Timothy, the first chapter, 19th verse, says it like this. It says, God's word is important to our lives. It says, cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. For some people have deliberately violated their conscience. As a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. Let me read that verse one more time. Cling to your faith. Get a grip in faith towards Christ and keep your conscience clear. Because some have deliberately violated their conscience. As a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. Now listen, the word cling simply means to adhere closely, to stick to hold fast. People of God, we have to cling. We have to stick to the standards that God has set before us. It's a must to embrace the Lord in our thoughts, hour by hour, moment by moment, even with all the distractions of daily life. Hold on to Jesus and never let him go. We're living in a day and age where We are just surrounded by so much sin, so much temptation, so much opinions about your relationship with God. And many people in our society have drifted away from God's truth and their conscience have become seared. They're not open for God to do great things in their lives. And now they have a grip on sin. And as the Bible declares in Romans, it says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The wages, when you grab hold of the wages of sin, it will spiral you out of control. It will diminish your value. 
It will change your continents. It will upend you. It will destroy you. And what God is saying today, cling to your faith in Christ and keep. That means keep out. Keep those things that's trying to get into your conscience clear. Hold on to Jesus and never let him go. So number one, make sure your conscience is clear and that you cling on to the faith in Christ. The important thing that we want you to really focus on is keeping your conscience clear. And the definition of the word conscious simply means an inner feeling that acts as a guide to the rightness or wrongness of one's behavior. A clear conscience is the removal of thoughts and behaviors that do not line up with God's standards. We have to understand people of God that in Christ, we are freed from the stranglehold of sin. We are set free to pursue his righteousness that the Lord has set up for man to live by. So when you grab a hold of the sins the extra baggage that trips us up and then turn around and grab hold of Jesus, we succeed in life. We overcome our enemies. We now operate in his authority and life becomes sweeter because our grip is fastened, fixed on Jesus because he is our pioneer, our perfecter for life. So look through your conscience right now. Take a moment right now to look through your conscience. And if there's things that you know that needs to be removed, there is a person who comes by and he has a hauling, spiritual hauling truck to remove all of the clutter, all of the sin that so easily trips you up so you could be free to worship God in spirit and in truth. Are you guys really working on your conscience? Because oftentimes people go to bed with all of this stuff in their conscience. They walk around and they look like they're all together, like they have it going on. But in essence, they are troubled. They're lonely. They're fearful. They're discouraged. They're depressed. So when you keep your conscience clear, and grab a hold of faith in Christ Jesus, you can see all of the possibilities that the Lord wants to bless you with. So make sure, number one, having faith in Christ and keeping your, and number two, having a clear conscience helps you to get a grip on life and you'll be able to handle life when you remove those things that's in your heart that shouldn't be. And number three, it says, if you, if you, I, F, two letters, but they're so important for us to understand. If you deliberately violate your conscience, your faith will become shipwrecked. I want to say that one more time. If you deliberately violate your conscience, your faith will become shipwrecked. All of us have had a moment when we violated our conscience. 
that inner voice that tells you, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't do that. Walk away. Stop being confrontational. Stop trying to protect yourself. Stop trying to injure somebody else for the sake of victory. Because that kind of victory, you have disqualified yourself. You've broken the rules. You've drifted off course. And now you have become shipwrecked. Your faith can't work when you're shipwrecked. Your faith can't get the boat back on course when you violated the rules. God is understanding that there is a journey that you need to travel. There is a destination that's waiting for you. And when you deliberately, when you go past that voice that's in you, which is, which is God, and he's telling you, this is the direction that I want you to go. But yet you violated the rules and broke away from God. You'll wind up in a large fish, just like Jonah. You'll wind up in darkness. You'll wind up lost, off course, with no help in sight. But thanks be to God that even in our darkness, he is willing to come to your rescue and to get you back on course. So drifting away from our relationship with Jesus is a serious situation that requires serious action. So when you violate God's basic principles for life, this type of attitude creates a dangerous situation of drifting away from God and highly making you vulnerable to the enemy. The open seas of life, the boisterous storms that life throws your way because you deliberately violated the rules. And in our society, this is really encouraged, believe it or not. Whenever you embrace, grab hold of this mentality, Many times people tell you to embrace whatever feels good. Just do it. This type of attitude, this mentality sinks you into sin that diminishes the real you. You're now lost because you rejected faith in Jesus. And this philosophy right now plagues our culture. It's all in our homes and even throughout churches. This type of attitude floods through these areas in our world. Now, God is saying today we have to change directions. We have to turn from our wicked ways so we can gain a grip on God's purpose for our lives. We must do this so we can get back on course in the name of Jesus Christ. And so in closing, let's reestablish, let's reconnect with Jesus. Because when you dig into his bag, his grab bag of blessings for your life, when you grab hold of obedience to his truth, when you stay from any gravitational pull that 
sin tries to tempt you into a life that ultimately will have you drifting away from safety? Listen, people of God, get a grip. Get a grip in Jesus. Grab hold of your faith and tell your enemies, that's enough. I've drifted away and now I want to get back on course so the Lord can bless me the way he wants to bless me. And always remember, the answers lies within our grip. I want to say that one more time. All of our answers, all of the solutions that we need to pertain, that pertains to life, lies within our grip. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all your many blessings. We thank you for just being so patient with us. We thank you, O oh God, that even in the midst of storms, even when we decide to try a different course, a different location, when we feel like we can do it better than you, I thank you for still loving us because you see us lost and we're looking for answers. We're looking for solutions. We're looking for a way out. And we, we apologize for making bad choices when we stop listening to our conscience, that thing that you put inside of us to keep us on course. Forgive us of all the sins that we've committed against you. And we ask you in the name that's above every name, in the name of Jesus, that you will just cleanse our hearts, that you will reestablish our faith in you, that no matter what, what winds blow our way, that we will stay on course because you have great things in store for us. Lord God, we pray that you will take charge of our lives, that you will be our captain in the midst of a storm, that you will just take us to safe land, that you will take us through the storms and all of the currents that tries to upend us. Keep us on course, oh God. Forgive us of all sin. We promise that we will always grab hold in faith to believe that if we do it your way, if we operate based off of your standards and principles, we will become victorious. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you have already done. And keep us on course because we're going to hold on tight to you. And we thank you for all that you have done. Bless us this day. We ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, that is it for today or tonight's episode entitled Get a Grip. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. I hope and pray that you enjoyed this particular podcast. We are so grateful to the Lord for all of these episodes that he continues to pour into this podcast. And it's reaching the world because of your generosity. So we ask simply, that if you're enjoying these episodes, please continue to share our episodes. And if there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, please don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd 
at gmail.com. Once again, full of life, sd at gmail.com. Now listen, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. Please consider supporting us financially. We also have a cash app, which is Full of Life SD. If you'd like to sow to this ministry, pray about it. Whatever the amount is, it will be good in the sight of the Lord. We are here to serve mankind. We are here to help those who are lost and need direction. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, don't hesitate to email us at Full of Life. SD at gmail.com. Once again, full of life, SD at gmail.com. We are here to serve you. If there's any kind of information, inspiration, if you need a word of encouragement, if you just need prayer, we are here to serve you. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day, we are here to serve you and to make a difference in your life through the power of God. And so, once again, I am Pastor Phil. With Full of Life Ministries, I am so grateful to you. Pray for us. Always pray for us as we pray for you and people of God. Let's continue to do this. In Jesus' name, God bless. God bless.